gentlemen, and welcome to the third installment of Youth Plus Radio. Today I'm joined by a very exciting young man, uh, Isaac Mosongo. Isaac, welcome to Youth Plus Radio. Thank you very much. Uh, so yeah, your, your story is very, very interesting and perhaps one which many people haven't heard before. Uh, before we even get into your business and your entrepreneurial journey, um, you were an officer at the GSU. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yes. How, how how does one go? And thank you for your service. But how does one go from serving in the force to to studying and running his own business successfully? I think it uh, comes from just wanting um, to see what's on the other side, mm. wanting to something better for yourself. Mm-hmm. I served for ten years, wow. and um, I just wanted to. I, I felt like the challenge, I had already surpassed the challenge that I, I had at that moment. Yeah. And I wanted uh, to see what's on the other side. So I joined uh, corporate, mm-hmm. did um, about six years of corporate safety, health and safety. Right. Then I think I was pushed. Um, but then I also think my time had come because right. I, I put together what I had learned over about 16 years of uh, working mm-hmm. and decided to put together a company with a friend. Right. So it's uh, basically, that, that's basically how I ended up in entrepreneurship. And this company was Safety Associates Limited. Yes, that was Safety Associates Limited. Still along um, health, health and safety. Health and safety, yes. How did you get into health and safety? It's not a very common passion area for for a lot of people. Yeah. So while I was still in the force, I happened to train as a nurse. Mm. Yeah. So a number of us, uh, about fifteen of us. Uh, in the year that I enlisted, got uh, scholarships to go and do nursing. Oh, congratulations! So when I, thank you. Uh, when when I, uh, when when I left, uh, resigned from the force rather, I decided to uh, see uh, to use those skills. Actually, mm. it's rather my my boss at the moment. Uh, my first job outside the, the force who, who, who asked that uh, we, he combines the both the security aspect of uh, of my experience right. with the nursing part. So I ended up being a head of a security department, mm-hmm. but then in charge of uh, safety at work. Mm. So I I learned through the um, uh, throughout the my my work um, my work uh, experience. Yeah. And then I think they had very high standards. Mm. That was at uh, Fairmont Mount Kenya Safari Club. Mm-hmm. It's a Canadian brand. Mm-hmm. And then I think they, they have very high standard, standards of health and safety, which are derived from their, from their head offices in Canada. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that's how I ended up in health and safety. Well, and, and starting Safety Associates Limited. Um, because you'd already been in a disciplined force, transitioned into corporate for six years, and this is a different kind of transition. Uh, if you had to describe that journey from beginning, Safety Associates Limited, what what was that journey like? 
the journey, I can say there's a lot of, uh, it was very intense uh, because, you know, you, you're used to working for someone. Right. Then you have to make decisions. At the end of the day, uh, you have to put food on the table. Mm-hmm. So it was a very intense journey. Uh, you have like timelines, strict timelines, which you have to meet. For example, you're delivering a product or a service for a client. Mm-hmm. And uh, most, of, most of, my, uh, of our clients are, are corporate clients. Mm. So uh, having worked in, in the corporate uh, sector my, uh, as well, I saw the way uh, you are supposed to be efficient when you're dealing with... Uh, with a corporate client. Mm. Yeah, so it was intense. It was exciting. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I got my first paycheck, it was about almost uh, 0.4 M. Wow. That's <laughs> so you, it, you started big. <laughs> yeah. So that, that was that was quite, quite something. Mm-hmm. Actually, so that uh, this potential, you can actually end up working in, uh, working as, a, as an entrepreneur. Yeah, and then um, I would say other than uh, being uh, exciting and um, and intense, it was rewarding. Yeah, at the end yeah. of the day, you are the one who's responsible for whatever whatever uh, bottom line you get. Exactly. You can either make a profit or a loss. So your output is always dependent on your input. Exactly. Uh, not to go biblical, but what you reap is what you sow. <laughs> what you sow, exactly. In the true sense of the word. Exactly, to the true sense of the word. That, that, that challenge and that journey of getting clients, because these are corporate clients you're dealing with and with a very unique product, um, health and safety, and a very serious product because at the end of the day, the clients you're getting will rely on you for the safety of their colleagues, for the employees, and for everyone who's on, on, on their premises. Um, was that a difficult challenge getting getting those clients, or were you confident because you had the experience, you had the expertise, you knew what you were talking about when you were pitching to them? So one of the things you have to rely on is uh, your networks. Mm. So over the course of sixteen years, I I think I had uh, networked really well, yeah. uh, and the good thing is that. Uh, Working in the hospitality industry exposes you to a lot of uh, mm. different types of clients. Yeah. So you do conferences, uh, and that is majorly where you get like uh, big clients, banking industry, mm-hmm. uh, education sector, government. Mm. So you get to meet new people. Yeah. And uh, so these these are the networks that I started seeing. Um, it actually started adding up together. Um, that I have been working in uh, this industry. Mm-hmm. And you see, these are people I can be able to go and make a pitch and get right. a client. Yeah. Yeah. And that experience, that's experience also and connecting that experience with your networking abilities. Exactly. Actually quite a crucial crucial skill to have. Yeah. As, as a, as a, as a um, manager in a hospitality, in the hospitality sector, you actually do uh, duty management every once in a while, mm. which entails um, uh, going to talk to the guest, making sure that they are having uh, a good time. Yeah. Uh, and uh, if there are any complaints or concerns, uh, you address them, and then you make sure you uh, 
uh, do a report on the same every day. Mm. Yeah, so I think it's like I was being prepared for entrepreneurship all along. Mm. Yeah, so those are skills which uh, which which you learn if you're really keen and not just going through waltzing through uh, employment. Mm. You definitely pick up a few things which you can be able to use uh, to your advantage as a business person. Yeah, definitely. Yes. Now with Safety Associates Limited, that growth did it continue or did it sort of transform or metamorphose, meta or transition into something else? The words are escaping me. It trans. Uh, it, it it morphed into something else. Um, at the end of the day, you know, it's like uh, uh, my 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 professional journey has been one of uh, of uh, getting challenges, and then once you get to a challenge and you feel uh, you've already achieved what you uh, what you. Uh, need to get out of that particular challenge mm-hmm. it's time to move on to the next so i decided to venture by myself and started ali mark agencies limited ali mark agencies yes. and kampnasi uh, travels kampnasi okay yes. ali mark still dealt in, in health, health and, and safety? safety solutions okay so that's already an area that you're very familiar very with familiar very successful with, yes. still have a backbone of network uh, connections and, and yes. clients um Camp Nasi, though, is a bit interesting. <laughs> uh, now, as we've, uh, you've already established I was a, an officer. Mm-hmm. And one of the things you do in, as part of your training is, uh, is something we call route matches. Mm-hmm. Yes, you, you, can be, you are given like a liter of water, a packet of biscuits, or uh, maybe some canned fruits mm-hmm. and you're given coordinates uh, to to navigate find the next point yeah and you end up walking like for 60 or even 70 kilometers wow, <laughs> wow. yeah so so you get to see a lot along you get those... to see a lot and uh, that's in the wilderness mm-hmm. so that's where the love for nature uh, came from because mm. at Camp Nasi we we specialize in uh, camping, hiking, and uh, corporate. Uh, we also give uh, corporate clients um, team. Build, we, we we offer team building services. Yeah, yeah. yeah. With uh, with a with with a twist of uh, hiking a little bit, coupled with uh, with uh, with t- with team building exercises. Mm. Yes. Has that has that been challenging, especially now the fact that you have two business running, two businesses running concurrently? Has that been a different sort of challenge, having to sort of manage the two and also ensure that the day to day, as even though you may not be single handedly operating them? Has, no, no, no. It's not been a challenge. Uh, one of the things that I learned in my corporate experience is. Uh, the beauty of working as a team. Mm. So I have a wonderful team uh, where we everybody knows what they're supposed to do. Yeah. So there's there's no conflict, uh, and and then once you you can align somebody with uh, their skills with mm. the the right the job that they are doing, you get a very easy time. 
and uh, most of our hiking and uh, camping activities are usually over the weekends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so maybe ah, okay. we'll find the once once in a while. Camp Nasi is still growing, so once in a while you'll get uh, you'll get an opportunity to or some a client, the one of, a random client uh, requesting for team team building activities over mm. over the over the course the, of the week. The weekend. Yes. Yeah. Maybe talk a bit more about that leadership uh, transition, going from a leadership setting within a corporate or within employment mm-hmm. and having to replicate, if not go beyond that leadership expertise. Now as a business owner, as a founder, as a CEO, what sort of things did you sort of have to change or improve or start implementing to make sure your leadership was what it needed to be for both of your businesses to make sure the to to ensure that both of your businesses are are thriving. Okay, so um, I think one of the things that uh, I I I was able to carry forward is uh, the element of uh, discipline. You know, mm. work, working as a member of the disciplined forces, uh, it is very high. You you are required to perform certain tasks. You don't ask questions. Mm. You're given an order and you execute that to the letter. Mm-hmm. So there was that. And then when I started working in corporate after uh, my stint at, uh, the, in the forces, I was privileged to have very good uh, leaders mm. who I was reporting to. Mm. And uh, one of the things that I learned is uh, you have to empower people. Mm. Uh, you do not, uh, you cannot have control over everything. You cannot do everything. Yeah. You can do anything, but you cannot do everything. Right. Yeah. So you have to get the right people, then empower them. If somebody does not have the capacity to do something and you have identified, because sometimes uh, all that somebody needs to do is, uh, needs is just a little push just identify that somebody has a certain skill or a talent yeah. and then you just empower them and they'll be able to uh, take up a role. Uh, I can tell you, for example, I was not very good with public speaking coming from the force. Oh. I was more of a person who executes orders. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, getting into corporate, I got an opportunity to be able to interact with uh, people from different uh, nationalities mm. yet uh, uh, that you you have to be very confident you have to be bold mm. and uh, th- that is th- those are skills and uh, some so some of the things that I was able to to transfer into uh, the business outfits mm. yes are there moments and it's very surprising to to hear you say you are you are you are not as good in public speaking because you come across very confidently <laughs> But are there moments where maybe in the in the early days you felt moments of doubt or moments of uncertainty and you still have to to posit that element of confidence and assurity otherwise your team may also start getting worried and it may affect the future of of your business how did you get through through such moments uh, <laughs> I, I can I can say that I was um, prepared earlier on, you know, being a member of the disciplined forces, you cannot be a timid person because mm-hmm. sometimes you you 
can experience uh, action mm. and action is not uh, you're not dealing with uh, blows and yeah it's a different kind yeah. of yeah you you had yeah, some some very scary stuff mm. so that that confidence is uh, something that i carried with me i've carried with me like all through mm-hmm. and uh, for example you it's it's very easy to go um to take like a group out for an excursion mm-hmm. and then you start the day very well but then along the way just things start going wrong mm. you can have a breakdown <laughs> the vehicle breaks down yeah. and you have to be that person who if if actually people see that you're scared mm. and it, it it shows even from your face yeah so it's very important for you to be very brave in the face of adversity mm-hmm. yes you cannot be a timid person so that's one of the things that i also um, teach my team mm. if uh, you don't have a solution or if there's there's some things for example one of the things that you you you're taught when you're dealing with a crowd and maybe it's unruly mm-hmm you identify somebody who's causing trouble mm. so if you're able to deal with that one person and the, then the, you can diffuse the mm. whole the tension yeah uh, in the in mm. the in the group yeah yes so if you're able to get to that person you make sure that everybody else is calm so you, you have you have to have a level of awareness and composure exactly because so also you, you don't want to overreact but yes. you want to deal with it just appropriately and proportionately yes because uh, if you, if you you are too heavy handed when you're dealing with people you remember you're you're dealing with clients who are very sensitive right and uh, some of these clients actually mo- uh, most of my clients uh, currently uh, for the travel business are foreigners mm. and you cannot what what you actually look forward to at the end of every excursion is to make sure that everybody gets back home safe mm-hmm. with a very good report about the kind of experience they've had out there. Mm. Have you ever been confronted with a situation where you had to choose between an unruly client and a member of your team? Wow. Because <laughs> <laughs> we, we always hear this thing uh, or this phrase that the client comes first, but sometimes the client may interfere with the chemistry of, of your team itself and that may have even longer lasting effects. Yes. Have you ever had such situations? I've had such situations, but uh, they were diffused. Uh, they were diffused well. Mm. Uh, I was able to um, speak to the Uh, to the particular client mm. because you know if uh, one person is and especially you have to look out for those who are like really influential mm. if uh, one client uh, who you know can be able to um, make the whole situation uh, uh, like escalate mm. you make sure that you talk to them so that if they understand uh, what is happening then they can be able to calm the rest of the clients uh, down so uh, I, and i don't think i've ever had to choose because uh, my team and i we are always on the same page mm. so you you work and when you work as a team it is very very easy to make sure that everything goes smoothly but but you have a very very 
unique sort of role you have to play as a, as the business owner because you have to show not just leadership to yes. your team but also to the client you're but dealing with. Yeah. That requires a lot of patience. You must be a very patient and understanding man. Very very much. And uh, uh I think that uh, is something that I've uh, learned over time. Mm. You know, even as you as you age you become a little bit mellow. Mm-hmm. And then you know business uh, your business depends on your relationship mm. on how you speak to the client yeah yeah i believe in the power of communication communication is very is very key in across every industry mm. yeah if you cannot be able to communicate and articulate yourself well uh, i promise you you'll uh, you'll end up making losses mm. yes what well, um about Alimac agencies um that's still running that's still going along fruitfully you're still been able to provide the yes. health and safety products to same clients that you had before or you've been able to grow beyond what you had at safety safety associates uh not not the same clients but uh, it's part of expanding mm. you know uh we we had a very amicable transition ah, okay. with the, my former business partner so and that's very important yes it's very very important yeah. uh, because from time to time we actually consult mm. and uh, sometimes if i have a job that uh, uh, maybe like i need uh, extra resource persons mm-hmm. uh, my former business partner is able to to assist, to assist yeah. and one of the things that i've come to learn in business it's you don't view people as competitors they are collaborators right yeah right. because uh, it's good when you are able to uh, communicate with somebody and uh, maybe ask them for assistance mm. yes how long did it take for that mindset to kick in because i think i may be wrong but even as as young people you'll find 100 different young people doing the same thing when collectively those 100 could be doing something at a much bigger scale And yes that sense of independence is always important everyone wants that sense of ownership mm-hmm. but how long did it take and what did it require of you to shift your mindset from we're not really competitors we're actually collaborators you see there's uh, there's, there's this um phrase that uh, my former business partner and I used to use a mm-hmm. lot mm-hmm. is called Fred and uh, oh. just like you <laughs> so wherever he is Fred shout out to you uh, uh so uh we used to say there's enough grass for all the animals to graze mm. even if you went out there with a certain product it it only depends on how best you can be able to um like package your product and service mm. uh, over the the other client yeah at the end of at the end of the day it's not uh, th- there's some element of competition but then you also you also need uh, collaborative efforts because you are working towards the same goal it's all about ensuring that people are safe and secure yeah. and either in their homes in the community at large um speaking of community uh, there's an element of uh, uh, disaster risk management and such kind of things yeah yes yeah. what what would you say is your proudest or your 
your happiest moment um, in either business as as the originator of the vision as the as the founder what what would you say is one of the proudest moments you've had so far in your journey yeah one one of the proudest moments i can say is um being able to uh, if every time i am able to deliver successfully to a client and just to see that smile or to get another phone call mm. repeat business for repeat business yeah or not only just repeat business but when a client calls me and tells me i was referred to ah, you yeah. by somebody else who i gave i i i, I offered a, a product or a service mm. that's that's a very proud moment for me mm. yeah and, sort of, and they're quite quite a number i can tell you yeah mm. it makes it makes all the hard work all the the long nights yes. all the risks yeah. makes it all worth it it makes it worth it because mm. sometimes you have to be to 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 burn the midnight oil uh, clients want some something they don't really uh, know they, they they don't know what you 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 do behind behind the scenes but you have to make it happen for them yeah. and that's what is most important and it's almost like going going that step above and beyond exactly. creates it creates a deeper relationship it yeah. creates more credibility and creates trust at the end of the day at the end of the day somebody you have to be trustworthy Yeah. Otherwise, there's no there's no getting more business from uh, from clients, and that consistency is also key, isn't it? Yeah, consistency is key uh, because uh, from from time to time, you'll find that uh, if you are not able to maintain one a standard like throughout, then you would get uh, this this definitely this backlash. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And I, and I I I dread to think that uh, maybe I've maintained a client for so long and then they just tell you that they no longer require your services. Mm. That, that is That's a very disappointing thing very to hear. It's a very disappointing <laughs> moment. Yeah. I can see. Yeah. Sixteen plus years, and with Alimak agencies and Camp Nasi, growing and growing and getting onto bigger and better things. Yeah. Knowing what you know now with the two businesses that you're running, and given all that you've experienced, what would you change, if anything, um, or what's what's something that you feel like you could have been done better or differently, if not better? Um. Uh, quite a number of things the younger me will have uh, number one learned to to say no at times ah uh, say no to business to opportunities <laughs> uh yes mm. uh some sometimes uh you don't know the kind of value that you bring to the table and uh, that makes sometimes uh, you know everybody actually i don't know whether it is a kenyan thing mm. you have to bargain 
So somebody will begin and begin and begin, and uh, because I, 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 I took some time before I knew how to reasonably price my product and service. Mm. So uh, sometimes you'd find that you you uh, you you barely broke even. Yeah. Uh, my team and I. So so one of the things is um, as long as you know the quality that uh, you you are giving is up to standard. Yeah. Then um, it's it's okay to say no. Mm-hmm. And uh, you just don't say no. You can maybe like give a referral to somebody else because. Uh, just like uh, when you go out there, they are different. Uh, for every product, you'll find uh, somebody who's selling it for a different price. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, the quality might be a little bit uh, different. Yeah, if I can say that. Then the other thing is, um, I think I would have focused more in the earlier days on building professional relationships. What do you mean? Yeah. Um, so as as you keep on uh, growing, sometimes you are you can find yourself resting on your laurels. Mm. You are complacent. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you, you you're like I I think whatever I have received from these and the other client is probably enough. enough so. I think I should have cast my net wider. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so a lot of sales and marketing. Yeah, to make sure that uh, uh, you have like, a, you know, if, for example, you went to 10 different people, I am very sure either two or three or even one will give you some business. Yeah. So supposing you had like 50. Mm. So your pool is much more. Yeah. Uh, you can get like more clients. Yeah. So I think I should have cast my net wider in terms of like uh, 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 building more professional relationships with uh, with people. Yeah. yeah. And then I think I would also have believed in myself more. Mm. Yeah. There's sometimes when, as an entrepreneur, you have self-doubt, and uh, and you you fear. Uh, uh, there's um, an author called Napoleon Hill, and one mm-hmm. of the things he says is that uh, the the only thing that is so deep-seated is the emotion of uh, of fear, mm-hmm. and it might burden somebody. For a long time in your life, until you come to realize that it is something that you could just have uh, overcome, yeah. So uh, fear can manifest itself in sometimes doubting yourself, mm. not being decisive enough, yeah. Uh, procrastinating, putting off, uh, maybe making a pitch, right? Cold calling. Yeah. Uh, by cold calling, I mean just picking up the phone and uh, calling just random people. Uh, I'm offering XYZ product and service. Yeah. Do you mind uh, having a look at whatever it is that I'm, I'm offering? Yeah. So I think uh, 
that if I could have dealt with uh, that aspect of uh, maybe believing in myself more, mm-hmm. I think I would be very far. On on the point of fear, let me ask you a question that was posed to me a few weeks ago. Yeah. Have you ever experienced a fear of success because you knew it would require much more than you're not sure you're willing to give? Exactly. Um, there's, uh, there are clients um, who want you to supply something maybe to the tune of even a hundred million and you're like, this is, this is a lot. Mm. Yeah. But all you need is just to think about outside the box and to believe that you can be able to do it. Yeah. Because uh, on the entrepreneurial journey, I came to learn that uh, it's just success rewards the people who are bold. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, one of the things that uh, you need to do is uh, just reach out. Uh, if you're not able to do something, uh, collaborate with somebody else. And uh, you all need only all you need to do is probably just a phone call away, mm-hmm. and you'll get your answers about how to do something that you 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 think is uh, beyond the scope that you're able to handle. Yeah. Yes. And it goes back that thinking outside the box goes back to what you were saying before that spirit of collaboration. Yes. And that that mentality of if it, indeed it's that job worth a hundred million, yes. um, even if you're partnering with two three other people. Um, splitting it three ways, a hundred million three ways is more valuable than keeping a hundred thousand shillings on your own yeah. in the long term. It, it requires that opening of your mind, of your perspectives. Yeah, and I guess it's not it's not as easy as it sounds. It requires a lot of inflection and reflection, looking yeah. at yourself and being bold enough to to admit that that's what it may require. Yeah, and and also I think also exposure. You see, when you collaborate with people, um, let, let me just give this example. When you're going through uh, high school, you had uh, there are we, we usually make this joke. Uh, there are children who have learned in the group of schools, <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. you you are in some high school somewhere, yeah. yeah? So these two people have two different mindsets, mm-hmm. yeah? And, uh, or, or somebody who has uh, just been raised here locally versus somebody who has traveled far and wide. Mm-hmm. So that exposure gives somebody even confidence. Mm-hmm. So you'll find that uh, when, when you reach out to, to somebody who has handled a large volume of uh, of sales then it is very easy for you to get tips um about how to go about and probably th- there are very good people out there yeah uh, who they even he- he- give you a helping hand somebody will even offer to to lend you some some cash yeah. because they want you to succeed mm. and uh, also get to the level that they have been there so it's good to have mentors to have people who are uh, you can collaborate with in, in, in all those senses financially uh, just for like business advice yeah yes and speaking of um, when you find yourself in a position where you need that counsel you need that that mentorship that guidance mm-hmm. do you have people you go to whether it's family whether it's your former business partner Fred 
like sort of like a support system. A support system, yes. So I number one, I'm I'm a very religious person. I don't know whether people have these boxes they put. I don't know whether it's religious or spiritual. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, for me, God comes first. Mm-hmm. If I'm faced with um, something that uh, is really troubling me, whether it's in the sphere of business, whatever it, it is, personal yeah. matters, yeah. I, I will pray about it first of all. And uh, I believe God speaks to each and every one of us. Yeah. You only have to be able to identify how God speaks to you. Mm. So for me, God comes first. And then I also have mentors, uh, people who have mentored uh, me in terms of business. And uh, these these kind of uh, uh, mentors, they... They, they they sort of boost your your morale when it comes to um, business ideas mm. and letting you know that you at some point uh, they actually point you to to see that at some point you started with nothing mm-hmm. and where you are and you can actually, actually make see, progress yeah you can see that you've made a lot of progress yeah. from when you began uh, to the current place where you are and then um, I think. Uh, yeah. So there I think both God and uh, me- the those mentors. mentors. Yeah. yeah. And those especially the mentors in this uh, point of view are important because entrepreneurship is tough uh, yeah. and sometimes it may feel like a very lonely journey and sometimes this is aspect of of tunnel vision where we are even afraid to look back we're just focused on what's ahead and during moments of doubt, moments of of that lack of confidence, we actually forget the progress we've made and the potential we have to make even more progress. So during those times, actually play quite a significant role in reassuring us that, yes, things may be tough right now, but uh, you've actually done quite a bit since you began. And sometimes you always need that person to remind us. And I think um, the, the other category that I forgot about is um, uh, people with similar business models like uh, what, what you're currently doing. Mm. Um, when, I, when I was starting Camp Nasi, there's um, a gentleman that uh, I, I, I sought out. Uh, he's called Kamau. Kamau is, uh, <laughs> he, he, I think he was just God sent. Mm. So I, I didn't know how to go about, uh, about uh, putting together uh, a tours and travels outfit. Okay. But then uh, he, he made me see possibilities. And uh, he actually made me... Uh, be confident enough to know that I could uh, start th- that business by myself, not really necessarily having to go into partnerships. Mm. Yeah, because uh, pa- partnerships are not bad. I'm not saying partnerships are bad, but uh, I am a firm believer in owning a vision and sticking to it because sometimes uh, it's it's very easy when you have... Uh, when you're in partnerships to have uh, 
dissenting, a lot of dissenting views and uh, in in between when there's uh, that power struggle sort of, yeah. it's easy to lose focus of yeah. that vision. So it's, it's important also to be, to remain steadfast in your vision as the vision bearer. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Wow, that's powerful stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, so looking at both Alimac agencies and, and Kamnasi, what, what for you is the next step What's what's that growth? What does that growth look like? Um, where do you see those two businesses and yourself in the next, if, whether it's two, three, five years? Um, one of the things that I've learned uh, going forward is uh, you have to be able to adapt. Mm-hmm. We have just come out of uh, two very significant uh, events uh, there was the covid yeah. pandemic and then which was followed after by an electioneering period mm. so one of the things that happened especially during the covid uh, pandemic is that uh, uh, there was um, uh, a lot of businesses were not spending mm-hmm. yeah because people even had job cuts. I'm sure you know yeah. of somebody who's mm. who had to pack up their belongings and uh, go back go, to go back up country. Shags, yeah. 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 So even during that time, I remember I had some a client uh, wanted us to complete some business that we had started, and we had to adapt. That is when people started uh, knowing that there are platforms like Zoom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and um, and uh, and and other forums, teams. Mm-hmm. So we had to adapt to doing things like trainings and other cons- uh, cons- consultations online. Mm. Yeah, so you can talk to a client and uh, you get to deliver your product and service online. Yeah, so you have to adapt. And then the other thing is that uh, uh, I think it is very important for uh, for somebody to invest in themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in terms of uh, the knowledge that you have, uh, because you can, so that you can be able to offer a better a better service. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, if uh, you, your business needs to, to change, maybe you need to shed off some things uh, so that you can be able to grow. Uh, another thing is that uh, you are not supposed to uh, spread yourself very thin. Mm-hmm. Find out what is your niche and uh, run with it. Yeah. So I foresee uh, early mark agencies limited going regional actually oh, wow. nice it's not uh, not not just it's not going to be just a local outfit yeah nice yeah. in terms of uh, safety solutions um i can see myself in uganda rwanda mm. yeah and who knows maybe international yeah yeah mm. and uh, i'm sure they, they mentioning say, uganda and rwanda you already have a plan for those two countries <laughs> <laughs> definitely definitely uh, people say that the sky is the limit, but for me, it is a stepping stone. Wow. Yeah. That's powerful. Sure. Yeah. What about Camp Nasi? Where do you see, how do you see that 
evolving and growing even even more. Yeah, um, just same same with uh, with with uh, with the Alimac agencies. Actually, uh, Camp Nasi is uh, is a is a is a subsidiary under Alimac. Oh. Yes. So um, I I foresee um, the brand growing with having other uh, subsidiaries. I plan to venture into the medical field. Mm-hmm. I have a background as a, as a nurse, so mm-hmm. I foresee uh, probably uh, you you'll be seeing early Mac healthcare somewhere. From your lips so to God's ears. That's what <laughs> Amen. we always say. Amen. Yeah. Amen to yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really excited to see what your journey is going to have in store. Yeah. And I must say your your charisma, your discipline, your your confidence is really it's really very inspiring. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, for sure. Definitely. Great. We're going to see great things from from you. Uh, maybe for those listening, if you want to leave your handles or those of your businesses so they can follow you as well on social media. So for uh, Alimac, uh, um, Alimac agencies, it's Alimac underscore agencies, both on uh, Facebook, on um, LinkedIn, and uh, um, it's Facebook, LinkedIn, and Instagram. Yeah, same for Camp Nasi. It's Camp Nasi Travels. It's at Camp Nasi on, uh, on Facebook and on Instagram as well. Yes. Super. And I'll be sure to drop those in the description below yeah. so that also they can look you up and follow you and see whether they want to go on any of your tours anytime soon. I'm definitely interested to see where you can take me. All right. But yeah, thanks for thanks for coming today. Uh, thanks for sharing your story with us. Very insight, Very insightful experiences to share and very powerful things to leave us thinking about and learning from as well. And we always appreciate hearing from entrepreneurs like yourself I'm still very impressed by your journey. It's been very unconventional, but by all signs, you're truly headed for great things ahead of you. Thank you. So, yeah, thanks. Thank you for making the time. Thank you for coming to Youth Plus Radio. And uh, hopefully the next time we are interviewing you, it's going to be in Uganda or in, in Kigali. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, some, some other place like that. And um, uh, uh, something I forgot to mention um, we also have a YouTube uh, platform for uh, we we are also trying to get into the podcast space. Mm-hmm. So we we are known as Digital Diaries Kenya. So expect to see something as well. There. That's on Facebook. Um, yes. Sorry, on YouTube. Uh, on, on YouTube. Yeah. So and um, maybe we'll give more details uh, in in uh, in future. Yeah, but it's all about um, it, it, we we hand uh, we, we are focusing more on um, things to do with travel, culture, and uh, and relationships. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm very big on uh, on imparting knowledge to upcoming uh, young men. Yeah. yeah, so that uh, we have build a very strong nation with people who are who are visionary. Yeah. Yeah. Trust me, we need more men like you. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you very much. Sunny Sun Isaac. It's been a pleasure. And to everyone listening, thank you for tuning in once again. And be sure to catch us next week for the next edition of Youth Plus Radio. A special shout out to our producers, Steve and Bramwell. Thanks, guys, for putting all of this together. And we shall see you next week. Bye bye.